Hey, my name is Tiffany Vaughn, and I'm on a mission to help regular people like me find their voice and then use it for lifting themselves and others up around them. I'm a small town mom to three kiddos with my hubby James, and man, have we been dealing with a lot. But isn't everyone? I lovingly call it our hard, beautiful journey, and I bet that yours is too. In season one, I tossed the bricks from my shoulders that were weighing me down. Bricks that represented shame, embarrassment, regret, loss, you name it, I was feeling it. I am now taking those bricks and building up a stronger foundation for myself and our family. I have created this safe space for me and you to open our hearts and our minds and to use our voices to help others know they are not alone in their struggles. Marriage and divorce, mental health, infertility, parenting, and some soul journey work are all topics we discuss here. But let's be real for a minute. Life can definitely be hard, but it can also be so dang beautiful, am I right? So pull up a cozy seat, grab your beverage of choice, and join me as I help others talk about their hard, beautiful journey. I know they will inspire you as much as they inspire me. So let's get started. Hello! I am back for season two, and I have missed you all. I'm not going to lie, it was a nice break away from the mic and all the stuff that goes along with podcasting, but I sure am rejuvenated and I'm ready for this new season to kick off. So excited. For the first episode of this season, I thought I would do a really quick recap of season one for those that may be new to this podcast and just hopping in today for the first time. I'll try to my best to give you the Coles Notes version, but uh, if you want to hear the full story, be sure and go back from the, the beginning. There's some tough stuff, but also some pretty funny moments, especially when James joined me for episode five. It was a pretty good one. James and I, we struggled. We struggled to start a family and it felt like it was never, ever going to happen for us. We were frequent flyers at the fertility program here in Calgary, and we pretty much used every service that they provide, including IUI, IVF, etc. And thankfully, God blessed us with our three beautiful children, our daughter Avery, who is now 12, and our twin boys, Ryder and Dylan, who are seven. And literally, there is not a day that goes by that I am not grateful that God gave them to us. I've also had two complete mental breakdowns in the past 20 years. The first one I had was while I was studying to become a professional accountant. I went to school for a very, 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 very long time, 10 long years. And it was during one of the classes that I was in where I quite literally felt my brain start to give way and break. And looking back, I know why that happened, and it's because deep down, I knew that accounting was not what I was meant to do with my life. But I was stubborn, and I fought it. And I should have known. I cried almost every single day while I was in that program, but like I said, I'm stubborn. And there's more to come on this topic later on in the episode. The second mental breakdown came during some tough, tough parenting moments. All three of our kids have been diagnosed with ADHD and ODD. 
ADHD is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and ODD is oppositional defiance disorder. And there is some anxiety stuff that is now creeping in as well. Let me tell you, this is no joke. James and I have worked really, really hard to navigate this by learning strategies for our kids and us, and we know how much it is benefiting our family, but early on, when it was a new diagnosis for us, we just thought we were bad parents that just couldn't handle our kids. We asked ourselves every day, what in the heck are we doing wrong? What is going on here? Well, that caused some serious mental chaos for me. Just ask my psychologist. Who was pivotal in helping me through it and showing me the tools to get better for myself first and then for my family? I am so grateful for my friend Jenna. And James and I have struggled through all of this. It is not easy on a marriage when you can't get pregnant. It's not easy on a marriage when you're parenting children with behavioral disabilities. And it's definitely not easy on a marriage when one snores really, really loud. Just check out episode 12. But one thing we do really well is communicate. From the beginning, we have agreed that we will always let each other know how we feel about things. And sometimes our conversations are not pretty, but in the end, we respect each other enough to hear each other out. And we also took the time to understand each other's love languages, which I covered in episode eight. That was huge for our marriage. We now know what each other needs to feel seen and heard, and I highly, highly recommend this process. So yeah, have we been dealing with a lot? Heck yes. I never want people to think that we have a perfect life. That is so far from reality. But what we do have is a strong family, one that loves each other fiercely and shows gratitude on a daily basis for what we do have. And when I hear our kids say their daily gratitude at dinner, and the common one that we hear is, I'm grateful for our family. I know we are on the right path, even if it feels like we're off-roading sometimes. As I've been reflecting on what I shared on the first season of my podcast, I have been noticing one common thread in the amazing feedback that I've been receiving, which is thank you for letting me know that I'm not alone in how I feel. Thank you for being vulnerable enough to share the tough stuff so others can maybe do the same. Thank you for using your voice and showing others that it's possible to use theirs. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that with each episode of season one, it felt like a thousand pounds was being launched off of my shoulders. Being immersed in the infertility world made me feel shame and embarrassment and all of those inadequacy feelings that you get, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's nothing to be ashamed about at all, and it really is more common than we think. So to those women and men that are going through this right now, I want you to know that I see you. I see you and I understand to the depth of my being how difficult it is to walk through. But know from my experience that sharing your feelings throughout this process will actually create a web of support around you and help you through all the times you feel like just giving up and throwing in the towel. Please don't walk this journey alone. Please, if you need anyone to lean on, 
I am here. And then there is the struggles with mental health. Like I said, I have had two complete mental breakdowns. Both of them terrified me, and I really didn't see a way out of it when I was fully immersed. It's a lonely place to be, that that is for sure. I am grateful to God and my guides for showing me that there was a way out of the darkness, and it was by using my voice. Using my voice by talking with a counselor and not being ashamed by the things that I was saying to her and knowing that she had my best interests in mind. I didn't find my person right away though, but when I did, it was like a life preserver. Know that your life preserver is out there for you too. But start by knowing your voice is what will be the catalyst for moving you forward. One of the things that I am so proud of in the mental health area is that I am becoming a Living Works ambassador. Living Works is the world's leading suicide intervention training company, and they believe that suicide is preventable and everyone can learn to play a life-saving role. I have taken the first course and it's called Living Works Start, and it is incredible and so very eye-opening. And I'm planning on taking more of the courses in the new year. And I look forward to seeing how I can help even one person from ending their life due to a mental health breakdown. Please make sure you go out and check their website. It's livingworks.net for more information. You know where I have had to use my voice the most though? Well, that is definitely parenting our kiddos. And sometimes it is louder. Then I like to admit, but hey, my kids have been known to be really, really loud. So hey, I'm just trying to be heard over top of them. But in all seriousness, I've used my voice to ask for help. I've used my voice to ask for strategies from others that have walked this path before me and to be an advocate for my kids in all of the areas that they need like in school and extracurricular activities. And it's also been to say to some people that clearly don't understand what ADHD and ODD are, we are great parents and no one will make me think or feel otherwise because we are doing the best that we can every single day and we will continue to do so. We are teaching our kids the values of kindness and gratitude and respect, all of which are our core family values, and we are teaching them to use their voices. Sometimes I ask them to turn the dial down a notch or two. (laughs) I have very sensitive hearing, okay? And they're really loud. Remember when I said I knew I wasn't supposed to be an accountant? Yeah, it's taken me 45 years to figure it out. And it happened in one of the craziest years that I don't think anyone will soon forget. In 2020, I have come to realize and accept that I have a gift for helping others. I've also learned that I am highly intuitive. For many years, I have been coaching people when I really didn't realize that I was doing it. But now I know that is what I'm meant to be doing. I'm currently studying to become a soul coach with my amazing mentor, Brianna Vincent. What is a soul coach? Well, 
Let me tell you what it is. Being a soul coach means to be heart-centered, full of love and life, compassionate, positive, motivating, inspiring, and a people-oriented individual who has a passion for helping others to shine from the inside out, full of self-love, self-confidence, with incredible clarity, and helping them on their road to success. I am so excited to be in this program with Brianna, and I look forward to learning more about it in the years to come. I'm not throwing away 10 years of education and 20 years of experience in business, though. Heck no. I'm just going to use those skills that I have learned and mastered to coach soulful business women and men to reach their highest potential. Once you know at a soul level that you are worthy of what you desire and truly believe it, you can make any business a success. The first step, though, is knowing that you are worthy of it. Throughout 2020, I have been surrounded, surrounded by so many incredible people, which is kind of ironic given that there is a pandemic and we are unable to really be around people. But that's the beauty of the internet, I guess, because I have met so many inspiring women and men from around the world who have their own hard, beautiful journey. I am honored because many of these people have agreed to share their stories on my podcast this season. I'm in awe of their resiliency and their strength and the beauty that they are creating in our world right now. You will not believe what some of my guests have in the works and what they are going to be providing to us. I cannot wait. There's a great variety of stories, and I know that they will inspire you so very much. I can't wait for my guests to use their voice to share their heart beautiful journey. I hope it inspires you to do the same. Well, that's a wrap for the first episode of season two. I'm so grateful that you stuck around. And as I did in season one, I will be ending each of my episodes with something that I am grateful for or my guests will share what they are grateful for. One of my favorite quotes is actually by Eckhart Tolle, and it is, Acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. So true. It is so true. So for today, I am grateful for my family, and specifically, I am grateful for James right now. I'm grateful that he is giving me the time and the space that I need to build what I know will be something very, very successful, and I'm just so appreciative of everything that he's doing around our house and for our family. I'm also grateful for the network of incredible friends that I have made over the past six months. You all inspire me so much, and I'm so grateful for all of the cheering on that you've been doing for me, so thank you. Be sure to come back next Tuesday, November the 17th for a new episode and a guest interview that you will not want to miss. Until next time, be kind and stay well. Just kidding. It's not over. Stay tuned for this very special promo for something that I have in the works. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Trust me. I know from personal experience that the thought of it can make you just shut down that idea immediately. 
where do I even begin? What equipment do I need? Will people even care what I have to say? What if I run out of things to say? The list of questions goes on and on. I had the questions too, so don't worry. And now that I've done the work and I'm still learning every day, I am ready to teach others that they can do it too, and it doesn't have to be scary. I will be sharing more info over the next month on when my course will be launching, so please stay tuned. And if you have any specific topics you'd like to see covered in this course, please feel free to send me a DM and I'll be sure to consider it. If you want to use your voice to entertain, educate, or inspire others, you will definitely be interested in the course that I am building. It will have so much great content and have you starting your podcast in no time. Believe me when I say this, people want to hear what you have to say. So let's find your voice together and start your own podcast.